holidays are the uh, the time of the year where oftentimes you're visiting other people's home. They're visiting yours. Floors get a lot of traffic. Maybe yours need upgraded, but you think with interest rates where they are right now, I don't know that we want to put that on a credit card or borrow the dollars. Zero percent financing for 12 months with Floors Plus in Nixon Springfield. Luxury vinyl planking, tiling, uh, hardwood floors, carpeting, you name it, they've got it. Uh, all levels, all varieties. They're experts in the field. And then the plus component as well, tiling, customized, showers, backsplashes, bathrooms, floors plus in Nixon, Springfield for all of your flooring needs. I've done my entire house. Finally, after years <laughs> of promising my wife we'd get it done, I did it. And uh, they're the folks that chose. And I recommend them to you as well. You can find them under Nick's endorsements, ksgf.com. It's clear that Democrats and the media have realized that Stacey Abrams is not going to be winning anything for them. Now, there were many Republicans who felt that that was fairly obvious, uh, but they they decided, like Beto O'Rourke, uh, just to throw good money after bad and massive amounts of money went to both of those two candidates and and uh, Stacey Abrams you may recall even after her loss the first time around was floated as a potential vice presidential candidate you you even still uh, had some even after the most recent election talking about well maybe for president and so forth but ultimately you can begin to tell that they are writing her off they're like okay she is not a key to success for us because she's getting some negative coverage uh, in how it is that she's dealing with staff, how it was that she spent her campaign donations, how she's this bad boss that basically have cut off the financial livelihood of people who have, have depended on her. And and the media is writing some stories about it. And, and uh, so it appears as if this... Um, this might be the beginning of the end of Stacey Abrams. They, they write her exit strategy for her, whether she likes it or not. And uh, some of the things that she was spending money on, to me, is hilariously typical of somebody's um, a, a, a approach to spending other people's money when they're a liberal. Essentially, some of her campaign staffers are now complaining uh, and list some of the things that she was spending campaign dollars on that it wasn't well monitored. These were foolish expenditures. Well, she's a progressive Democrat. That's what they do with other people's money. They spend it on crap that doesn't have any sort of meaningful results for people. They, they, They spend it on things that don't really make any sense other than it's the fact that they don't care, they don't have a good handle on how money should be spent, or they're spending it in ways that they think will come back to them in terms of favors later. Jason Rima with the latest news update. An Arctic cold front has passed through Springfield, dropping temperatures. Temperatures will continue to fall throughout the day to below zero. Wind chills are expected to be as cold as 30 below zero later tonight. We're expecting up to three inches of snow in some places today. There could also be some freezing rain, although no accumulation is expected. Meantime, Governor Parson issuing an executive order for state and local response activities ahead of today's winter storm. When traveling and going outside, take precautionary measures like wearing appropriate attire 
making sure you have adequate gas in the car, and preparing for an emergency situation, especially when out on the roadways. The governor's order will activate the Missouri National Guard and the Missouri State Emergency Operations Plan to have resources available if needed. Three Missouri men who admitted stealing tens of thousands of catalytic converters and taking them to Arkansas in a multi-million dollar scheme have been sentenced. Matt Moyer has more. Federal prosecutors said 25-year-old Evan Marshall and 25-year-old Cameron Joseph Davis, both of Rogersville, and 31-year-old Cody Ryder of Springfield were sentenced Monday. Prosecutors said Marshall took the catalytic converters to a business in Mountain Home, Arkansas, and also bought the stolen parts from his co-defendants and others who he recruited to participate in the scheme. Four other people have pleaded guilty and are awaiting sentencing. I'm Jason Rima, Springfield's Talk 1041. First alert forecast. Here's the rundown of this uh, winter storm warning until midnight for counties along and north of Highway 60. Winter weather advisory until midnight for counties south of Highway 60. Wind chill warning from noon today through noon Saturday for counties along and north of Highway 60. Rain, snow, possibly mixed with freezing rain today, up to three inches possible, uh, with little to no ice accumulation, however. Blowing snow this afternoon, temperatures falling to one below zero, wind chill 22 below zero, wind gusts near 40 miles per hour. Tonight, patchy blowing snow, a low of six below zero, wind chill 30 below. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and cold, a high of 10 above, wind chill 30 below, and then Out of the less severe temperatures, Saturday sunny with a high of 19, 28 on Christmas, Monday partly sunny with a high of 36. The debt-saddled Stacey Abrams gubernatorial campaign, among other brilliant expenditures, shelled out for a TikTok hype house that was rarely even used in a swag truck to dish out freebies to young people according to staffers i mean it just gets straight to buying votes at this point for some of these folks abrams campaign raised more than 100 million dollars and now owes over a million in debt to numerous vendors and they're going to get screwed if you are i know none are listening but just anyone who is a vendor that has not gotten pay abrams is not going to pay you back you will not get paid back You are going to have to eat that. Consider that an in-kind donation to yet another failed campaign by Stacey Abrams. Amid the twice-failed candidates' campaign expenditures coming under scrutiny, former staffers have revealed certain atypical campaign charges for a political candidate. The campaign allegedly rented a home near Atlanta's Piedmont Park that was intended for TikTok creators to use and bolster Abrams, who lost to Governor Brian Kemp by almost 299,000 votes. Abrams staffers told the Atlanta Journal-Constitution the home had five bedrooms and is now being rented out for $12,500 per month, said the staffers. Now, when it comes to campaigns, there are certain rules in place, and 
one of two things had to occur here. And this is why it's noteworthy that the staffers uh, have noted that that the home is now being rented out for twelve thousand five hundred dollars per month, um, not to the Abrams campaign, obviously, at this point. And if you have any sort of facility on the market, you if you give a cut rate to a campaign, then you have to declare the difference as an in-kind contribution. So, for example, if the Stacey Abrams campaign was not paying for that house, whomever she would have been paying would have had to have um, reported it as a $12,500 a month donation uh, to the campaign. And, of course, you have campaign limits and, and so forth that come into play there as well. But I imagine, given the fact that she had $100 million, she was just paying full price. Now, I don't know about you. I, I know some of you probably are on TikTok. Some of you aren't on TikTok. You see TikToks. Have you ever gotten the impression of any of the TikToks that you have seen that it requires a house in order for a TikTok to be created? The thing about TikTok videos is they are created anywhere. You don't have to have a physical, actual physical address location as if it's a studio. The videos are done with, they are filmed and edited on people's phones. In fact, I would argue the reason that, and I, I don't know what volume of TikTok videos were put out to promote her campaign. But the reason that it wasn't ever used in order to be a TikTok house was because anyone who utilizes TikTok, wherever they are in the campaign, when they come up with a TikTok idea, they're not like, oh, okay, well, in two hours, let's meet over at the TikTok house. We'll all gather there and we'll, you know, shoot this 20 seconds of video. Some of these videos, I mean, they take literally four or five minutes to be produced and put together. It, it is just an absurd notion. But again, is this not at the typical mindset of somebody who is in government, somebody who's a leftist, that this is a wise use of, of other people's dollars? Now, there's more, and like I said, to me, the ultimate story here is the fact that it's clear Democrats are essentially writing her final chapter here. They've realized we don't, there's nothing that is beneficial of this woman, what they thought, I don't have any idea why they thought that she was going to be a benefit to them. Uh, She demonstrated on a number of occasions, elections specifically, that she was not a winning formula. But for whatever reason, you know, they they pick these people, they hype them up in their own minds, and then they're just hell-bent on fitting a square peg through a round hole. Now, that being said, they were able to get Fetterman elected. So, you know, I suppose that Rational choices aren't necessarily the path of success always when it comes to Democrats picking their candidates. Uh, More on these whistleblowers, if you will, these campaign folks that are now talking to the media about how horrible Stacey Abrams was to work for. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. One custom car care, all of your car care needs. This is the time of year, really. I mean, you always need car care, right? But I know one of you, at least one of you right now that are listening, you're going to get out there and you're going to 
go to turn your car over and it ain't going to happen for you. Um, sometimes those things just do happen. They sneak up on you and there's nothing you can do about it. But so often it is preventative. I mean, you can um, keep on top of those things. They can test your battery to tell whether or not uh, it does have the strength in it in order to uh, deal with those cold winter temperatures, along with all the other belts and hoses and fluids and and tires. Uh, Are they ready for the the harsh temperatures and uh, diminish the likelihood you're going to have issues? A1 Custom Car Care. There have been a number of stories regarding Stacey Abrams and her campaign and, and, you know, $100 million in donations. She's a million dollars in debt. Vendors are not getting paid. They are on the hook for this stuff. And you've got her former staffers that are talking to the media about how foolishly much of the money was spent. One of the examples of that was a TikTok... um, house that was rented. The rent is $12,500 per month. It was supposed to be a hype house, five bedrooms. Now, this is foolish because you don't need a home base to make TikTok videos. Uh, TikTok videos are made by people wherever they are. And the idea that it's just, it runs counter to everything that is involved with with TikTok. And, uh, but, you know, it's other people's money. In addition, the campaign's, quote, swag truck was criticized by Abrams' own staffers because there was apparently no giveaway strategy, according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. The operation seemed overly expensive and careless. So in other words, they they didn't target certain necessarily events or demographics. Uh, They just, it was willy-nilly, probably somebody just go drive around and give stuff away. And that's what it all boiled down to. A senior Democratic official told the Atlantic or the Atlanta Journal Constitution, "Quote: It's cre- incredibly bad planning, and it shows where their values are at." Is it like <laughs> all these Democrats? These Democrats, and some of these are senior Democrat officials who are out there talking about Stacey Abrams. I mean, she is just the key to the future. She is. The woman that is going to revolutionize the party, she could be the pathway to the White She was on the short list to be Biden's vice presidential candidate. And now they're like, I mean, clear, you could just see by her behavior as a candidate where her priorities were. I mean, she's just way off. I, I, it just, I, it's just such a shame. Quote, you can't look up one day and realize you can't pay the bills. Isn't that rich? Abrams' blowout loss in 2022 comes after she got trounced by Kemp in 2018, baselessly claiming the election was rigged because of alleged voter suppression. Uh, Gro Wargo told Axios that the 2022 campaign had to slash checks for most of its 180 full-time staffers and is attempting to sell donor lists and voter contact spreadsheets to fulfill its debts. A former Abrams staffer saying people have been told or people have told me they have no idea how they're going to pay their rent in January. It was more than unfortunate. It was messed up. Abrams insisted in an interview with Good Morning America following her 2022 loss to Kemp that she may run again for political office. And I think that's why it is that the Democrats are now <laughs> trying to 
uh, sow the seeds of this may not be a good idea. Create this narrative. Allow the narrative to be out there uh, to put the nail in her coffin so that she no longer takes. That's $100 million that could have gone to other people. Uh, The Democrat uh, is in the process of teaming up with Selena Gomez to make a documentary for Discovery Plus called Won't Be Silent. Oh, goody, goody gumdrops. The documentary will be a love letter to the women in music who have used their voices to change the course of history with their art and activism, according to a summary. Also, the New Georgia Project, a charity founded by Abrams, has continued to make headlines for its financial woes. The nonprofit group fired half its leadership in October because it allegedly lacked funds, something that you kind of, sort of need if you are a charity. A Georgia Ethics Commission concluded in August that the project violated the law during Abrams' 2018 bid by not disclosing $3 million in expenditures and over $4 million in contributions between 2017 and 19. But, hey, she's a Democrat. These are the perks. Now the project has come under scrutiny because it has still not yet filed its tax forms with the IRS, but is still fundraising across the country opening it up to possible criminal inquiries. And she knows she's not worried about that. Does anybody believe that she'll be held accountable for any illegalities? We all know the truth. Paul Kaminar, counsel to the National Legal and Policy Center, told the Washington Examiner the New Georgia Project is facing multiple enforcement action for illegal fundraising nationwide, not only for their failure to file the current Form 990 IRS reports with various state agencies, but also possible misuse of nonprofit assets. But again, they all know that there will be no accountability. But the real concern, of course, the years and years And Lord knows how many taxpayer dollars the left has used in order to get Trump's tax returns. Finally, they were released. Ooh, what did they show that next? Springfield's Talk 1041 is always just an app away. Download the KSGF app and listen live. Or catch what you missed on KSGF Mornings with Nick. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Why Trump paid so little in income taxes, I'll give you a hint, because of the tax laws. The big bombshell, after all of these years, <laughs> demanding, we see Trump's tax returns is that he paid everything that he was supposed to pay. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, we'll have a look at the weather coming up. It, some of the roads, uh, it's making its way, the precipitation into the area, are starting to get a little bit of coverage. I recommend, if you're going to be traveling, of course, there are a number of different apps, but if you just want to look at the map, uh, while there may be many different options out there, I have MoDOT app, and you can choose options, and I have weather options chosen, and and it just shows you clearly this road's green, this is blue, this is so forth, and then there's a key that lets you know exactly what that means. So it's an easy glance at where things are with the roads. Uh, Look at the weather in moments. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. 
first alert forecast sponsored by Navant. Employee benefits at work. It's Christmas time. As you uh, heard on the traffic there, some of the roads are beginning to get wet. We do have that winter storm warning until midnight for counties along and north of Highway 60. Winter weather advisory until midnight, counties south of 60. Wind chill warning from noon today through noon Saturday for counties along and north of Highway 60. So the rain, snow, possibly mixed with freezing rain today, up to three inches possible, though the ice component, little to no accumulation is expected. Blowing snow in the afternoon, temperatures falling from this point on until they bottom out to around zero with wind chills 22 below. Patchy, blowing snow tonight, low of 6 below, wind chill 30 below. Friday, mostly sunny and cold, high of 10, wind chill of 30. Then the winds will die down. Saturday, sunny, 19, Christmas sunny with a high of 28, then above freezing Monday with a high of 36. How many years have we been hearing about... Was it even before he got elected president? The Democrats were demanding that he release his tax returns. You think about when his there there was some component of his tax returns that were illegally leaked to Rachel Maddow. Her supporters got really mad at her because she uh, pre-sold on social media this huge bombshell and that she had exclusive. Um, access to the illegal leaking, and then they showed that, I think it was for one year in particular, well, nothing. He paid his taxes. um, Okay. (laughs) At the time, prior to that, I recall speculating that potentially Trump knew that there was nothing at all. I mean, just nothing. I mean, obviously he would know, but that there was nothing there. And he just was doing this because yeah, he's got a, he's got money. And he figured that he would toy with the, the Democrats a bit on this one and and just have them fight and fight and fight. And the, the longer and harder they fight, the more they uh, they they. <laughs> Uh, believe that Trump must be hiding something the more that they get their followers to believe it. And then if the time did come uh, in which they would one way or another get released, and that's what the Democrats did recently, there would be nothing there. (laughs) That's what happened. Here's, uh, here's one of the stories. This is a Washington Examiner. Former President Donald Trump's tax returns about to be released will show he paid little to no federal income taxes for years, leaving many to wonder why. Now, th- this particular story explains why it is, and it's all based around tax laws. Despite Trump wealth and assets, he was able to use the federal tax code to his advantage to insulate himself from federal tax liability. What is he? Not, is he not supposed to? Here's a question, because this is what they're going to do. They are going to portray him as doing something wrong because he, quote, used the tax code to avoid paying taxes. Do you think a single Democrat who will point the finger, elected activists, 
commentator, news anchor, a single one of them, when they hire somebody to do their taxes, say, now once it is you learn how much I owe, make sure that I pay more than that. You think anyone does that? Evidently, that is what Trump was supposed to do. You know, it, it, they, they tried to nail Romney on, on this sort of thing as well, though in retrospect, I don't mind so much <laughs> just because the way that he's turned on America. But th- this is the big selling point to every American. Every tax preparation service, whether it is do-it-yourself software or bring it in and we'll do it for you, it is about making sure you get back everything that's owed you. And some tax preparation services even sell the fact that you may have not gotten as much back as you should have years ago. We'll look at your past returns at no additional cost, and we might even be able to get you something back from years past. Oh, and we get excited about it. It's wonderful. But when Trump uses any sort of deductions or any sort of uh, you know allowances when it comes to losses and forwarding those losses year after year in order to avoid uh, having to pay additional taxes, he's done something wrong. He isn't the one who set up those tax codes. He did sign a tax cut for middle Americans. These are these are the tax codes that are in place for everybody. And if 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 I'm a journalist and I'm honest and I know that's something that is a contradiction it seems whether it's intellectually honest or otherwise every single time if they I, listen I I don't suspect there's going to be a lot of attention paid to this because ultimately it is a bit of an embarrassment to Democrats. But if they do talk about it, they're going to portray him as doing something wrong. You know, you've got middle-income Americans that are paying this much in taxes. And here, Donald Trump, one year, he paid none. Number one question, was that illegal? And then follow-up question is, do you pay more in federal income taxes than you're supposed to pay legally? Those are the two questions. That should be asked of every individual, regardless of anti-Trump Republican people that are journal. That's the those are the two questions: Is what he did illegal? And did you have you ever paid more than you were legally obligated in taxes? And of course, the answer is always going to be no, because nobody does that. I mean, what an absolute joke! You think of all the time, all of those dummies out there on social media. You know, we got to see Trump's tax returns. We got to, we really got to see those. They've got to be something in there. Okay. A big nothing other than he paid exactly what he legally was supposed to pay. Another instance in which Trump was portrayed assumed, accused of doing something illegal, and it turns out he did not. It would be interesting to see, I know the answer to this. 
No one would actually have to do this as a study or research. I cannot believe that there is anyone who has been falsely accused of so many things as Donald Trump. I mean, sure, you're in public life and in terms of illegal things. As an elected official, of course, you are going to, at time, be accused here or there. But his entire administration, one thing after another, nonstop. And this was yet another one. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Couple of messages on the old American Transmissions talk and text line. During Trump's debate with Hillary, she criticized him for not paying enough taxes, to which he responded, because I'm smart. That's another thing I, that you, you. If even Trump haters were honest with themselves. Culturally, we love to tell ourselves, I just wish that we'd have some sort of a, a person that runs for office that would just be honest about these things. There was a film called Bullworth with um, Warren Beatty. I didn't, I didn't ever see it, but I recall the whole premise of the film was that's what he did as a king. He just, he just uh, called all of it out. And when it came to taxes, Trump always did that. Well, I mean, you paid less, yeah, because I'm smart. I, you know, they they create these tax codes that are so complicated. And then you hire people, and it's just mind-boggling, this idea that just make sure that I don't pay the the amount I legally have to pay. Make sure that I have to pay more than that, says everybody, right? No one says that. But Trump, yeah, uh, I pay the least amount possible because I'm smart. See another one, Nick. Remember, Trump only took one dollar in salary, donated the rest of the salary to charity or schools. Yes, notice that doesn't ever get mentioned, does it? Of course, the whole idea I mean, here he is evading paying taxes, those taxes go to help people. Oh, if that's what we're concerned about, what about that salary he donated? The story on KY3 used the words accounting tricks. Well, of course. If Trump use accounting tricks, then every single one of us who has a child and gets to deduct because of having a child, we're using an accounting trick. Every deduction we get is an accounting trick. I didn't see the KY3 story. It may have been, you know, I don't know if they crafted the story themselves or as oftentimes it's, you know, crafted elsewhere. It's an AP story that they uh, push or promote. But it's just blatant dishonesty. It is to it is to mislead people. Which, of course, the whole point of news is supposed to inform people about the reality of what's going on. And using terms like accounting tricks, using terms like loopholes, is done in order to give the impression that Trump is doing something that the average person isn't able to do. He's doing what every other person who pays taxes does and pays the amount legally obligated to pay. And any exemptions or deductions or any thing that you know is in there that is utilized 
to determine that amount has been written by Congress and signed by a president. Calling it an accounting trick is dishonest. There's no trick about it unless the trick is accurately calculating based on the formula that is provided by our government. Why is it so hard to be honest? According to a new book about the Biden presidency, there's been real tension between Biden and Harris, with the president venting to friends that he has been annoyed with her husband. Second gentleman Doug Emhoff complaining about the VP's official assignment. That would be annoying. I got to agree with that. I'd be like, who the hell are you? You're not even a thing. <laughs> Go away. I, 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 will, I, I will side with Biden on that one. Here I am. Of course, he's got just. I'm sorry. You are dealing with running the free world when you already have trouble remembering if you took your pills that day. That 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 is a, a full plate. You got people pulling at you, tugging at you, people telling you, don't smell that girl over there, don't touch that kid over there. You're worried about what sort of ice cream you're going to have for the day. You're juggling all these things, and then you find out that the whiny husband of the vice president's complaining because, well, I don't think she's being given very good jobs. I, I, I Just shut up. Get that guy out of here. I'm siding with Biden on this one. What a little piece of crap. Biden has reportedly also been frustrated with Harris and called her a work in progress. Now, how much does that sting if you're Harris? Biden calling you a work in progress. Politico published these quotes on Tuesday from an excerpt of the upcoming book, The Fight of His Life by Chris Whipple. The book provides an inside look. I don't know the title, The Fight of His Life. It just sounds funny. To me, The Fight of His Life is getting his pants on, uh, you know, and then not pooping them before the end of the day. That, to me, is the fight of his life at this point. But nonetheless, the book provides an inside look at the Biden's presidency's first years. Whipple told Politico he was given extensive access to Biden administration officials while writing the book. His access to the administration gave him a view to squabbling between Biden and Harris after the vice president's husband reportedly provoked frustration on the president for complaining about her policy assignments. I don't think I would have if I were Biden even afforded him the frustration. I'd be like, just get out of here. Politico wrote, quote, word got back to Biden that second, second gentleman Douglas, Douglas Emhoff had been complaining about Harris's policy portfolio which her allies felt was hurting her politically because, you know, it was work. <laughs> Let me imagine that for a moment. You're upset because your boss, or in this case, your wife, is looking bad because you are giving her work to do and she can't do it. Keep giving her all these hard jobs, you know, things to do. As the book stated, Biden felt as though he hadn't asked Harris to do anything he hadn't done as vice president, and she begged him for the voting rights assignment. 
Whipple also wrote that Biden confided to a friend that he viewed the vice president as a work in progress. Progress. Additionally, senior White House advisor blamed Harris's stumbling on advice given to her by her inner circle. The advisor expressed, quote, Harris's inner circle did not serve her well in the presidential campaign and they are ill serving her now. You know, at some point, just going to throw this out there. You got to stop blaming other people. I mean, they're blaming her performance as a presidential candidate. They're blaming her performance as a vice president elect. They're blaming her performance as a first-year vice president. They're blaming her performance, her second full year as vice president, all on other people. How long does she need? Those who defend Kamala Harris as, well, you know, she's got, it's just she's got bad advice. She's getting bad advice. How long does she need before she figures out how to get people around her that get good advice? It's not like she hasn't had a turnstile of new people because people jump ship from her as quickly as they possibly can. So she certainly has had access to a lot of different people. Why is that happening? Does she not have a say in, in, in whom it is that is advising her? I'm sure that she must. At what point does she take response? Is that what she's going to run on as president? I know I was a real crappy vice president all this time, but trust me. I promise I'll get better people to tell me what to do if you elect me president. Going to get a traffic update here. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Have yourself. A merry little Christmas. There's a uh, new book coming out by Chris Whipple, The Fight of His Life, by uh, Joe Biden. That The title should actually be referencing the country under the leadership of Joe Biden. It is the fight of our life, that is for sure. And some of the highlights, you, they, they, always the little juicy tidbits get thrown out there that gets you the interviews, makes people interested in buying the book, and... And uh, that he is referred to Kamala Harris as a work in progress, annoyed, as I would be as well. Her uh, husband evidently whining that she wasn't getting jobs that made her look good. Uh, She was only getting jobs that, you know, required her to do something. And that has never really been her strong suit. They also blame her inner circle um, and, you know, this is this is generally the Democrat approach. It's always somebody else's fault. I'm telling you, there's a saying that should just stick with you. You can either have successes or excuses. You can't have both. You get one or the other. And with Democrats, it's always excuses. Whipple told Politico that some of the tensions between the Biden administration have died down in his second year, remarking that Biden has made a much better presidency in 2021. Well, in fairness... <laughs> It wasn't hard to beat out his first year. Afghanistan itself. He said what makes it such a great story is that Joe Biden and his team really turned it all around, I think. He described it as his tale of two presidencies the first year and the second year. Now, I, it certainly hasn't turned around in any sort of meaningful way. Yes, he didn't manage to find a second country to turn over to a terrorist organization in 2022. So he's not able to outdo himself in that capacity. But let's not dismiss what he's done to our economy. 
If you go by his own acknowledgement in the in in the first year, we had no inflation, any inflation that might be cited uh, or observed was was simply transitory. It wasn't going to last at all. And now at least they're acknowledging, okay, yeah, <laughs> it is a. Uh, uh, it is inflation. And, and Biden most recently said it may be the end of next year before we start to see any relief. So I don't really consider that a remarkable turnaround in which we are all doing so much better than we were during his first year. Author of the Week, sponsored by ABC Books in the upcoming hour, News in 60 Seconds. I'm Nick Reed.